Welcome to the Animals to the Max podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This podcast is about everything animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to episode two of Animals to the Max. My name is Corbin Maxey. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, So I have to be completely honest with you. This is not how I envisioned (laughs) the second episode of this podcast to go. When I started this podcast, I basically just wanted to interview people and talk about their experiences with animals, their, you know, travel, their wild adventures. And I had a great guest lined up uh, for our first guest to kind of talk about that. And then, um, you know, we had an incident happen this morning with an injured native animal. And it really got me thinking I would like to talk about this in the podcast because, you know, when you think about working with animals or you ask someone, would you like to work with animals? A lot of people would say yes, but there is, I would say, a dark or downside to it because you have to deal with death and dying. I mean, I've been, you know, working with animals for 15 years. A lot of that has been in rescue and rehabilitation. And sometimes you're faced with these decisions, you know, at on one hand, you think, okay, this is what I would love to do. And, you know, we're going to save this animal and put it through rehabilitation and, you know, have this wild release. And then sometimes you have to look at it more realistically, like what is best for the animal? Like, will it ever really be like re-released? Is it too, uh, you know, too much gone? And so this is why I really wanted to have this podcast, because I think it's something that we all especially us that work with animals, we've all had to deal with, you know. Um, So kind of just to basically give you an idea of what happened today, I got a phone call that uh, we had an owl that was found in our chicken coop. And I was like in shock. And I know this sounds crazy, but my first thought was like, okay, like, are the chickens okay? Like, I are our ducks okay? Are the two turkeys okay? I mean, mind you, Tom, the turkey's like 25 pounds, so nothing's going to take on Tom. But I was really concerned and all the birds were okay. And apparently what had happened, and so basically our, our birds are free range. So... In the morning time, uh, in the morning time, we let them out. They're free range around the property. We have five acres, and then they all come back to their coop at night. And then, because we live in more of a rural area where we have predators, for safety, of course, we would, you know, we lock them up at night just to protect them. And so, all the birds came out rushing out, but they heard some commotion basically this morning. And as all the birds came out, this owl started walking out of the chicken door. And at first thought, that is not normal owl behavior to just open the door and have a wild owl just kind of walk out and kind of limp. I mean, obviously we knew something was wrong. And so we were able to successfully capture the owl, which turned out to be a great horned owl, a big, beautiful owl in North America. Um, You know, known, of course, for those beautiful ear tufts that kind of look like ears, tufts of feathers. And we were able to transport this owl to our outdoor iguana exhibit. Now, I have to be completely honest. I've worked with great horned owls numerous times in the past on television. I've helped with, you know, wild releases. But the only great horned owls I've ever worked with were um, healthy ones. So this was a complete shock to me. And so immediately 
I contacted some great resources, some, uh, some friends, some Raptor rehabilitators, Kathy, Thank you so much for answering my phone call on the first ring. Uh, you know, uh, Aaron from the World Center for Birds of Prey, uh, they all referred me over to some great resources because I literally had no idea really what to do. And I, so basically, I, I, I posted this story on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat because I really, I feel like I really want to share kind of my life with you all. I mean, I, I, I work with animals and a lot of people say, oh my goodness, I want to work with animals or you have, you know, you have the best job or this or that, or I want to see what it's like. And so this is why I did that. I, I really didn't know what the outcome would be. And so I posted this on Facebook, this and that Snapchat. And a lot of people, their first responses were, well, Corbin, I mean, you're, you know, you've rescued a bunch of reptiles. You're known for rescuing animals. Why don't you rehabilitate this bird and release it back into the wild? And that sounds, you know, it sounds like, oh, that's a great plan. But in reality, it's unrealistic. I mean, first of all, I'm not licensed to be able to rehabilitate birds of prey, um, owls, of course. And legally, um, you're only allowed to have a native bird of prey, they told me, for 24 hours. And so I had to contact someone who had experience. I mean, even if, let's say I had the, uh, I don't want to say, let's say if I had the permit, but my, my thought is like, okay, this is an animal. I want to get this animal in the best hands it could possibly be in. And that's why I called all my contacts. And anyway, so that's kind of an, to answer the question why I did not personally rehabilitate it. No, I did not have the license or, you know, to be honest, the expertise, I do not have the expertise to rehabilitate birds of prey. And so after a few hours, we were able to find someone, a local person who uh, has been rehabilitating birds, birds of prey for over 30 years. He came out to the property and uh, basically gave this owl a physical examination. And I'm going to be honest, this is not how I thought it would be. Uh, when I, when I started filming, um, or, you know, filming this bird, you know, I, I, I did like a quick little Facebook live and it's actually his reaction seemed a lot better than I thought regarding like his health. And I really thought this animal would make a full recovery. But after talking to a re rehabilitator who has been, you know, doing this for over 30 years, this owl was in really, really bad condition a really bad condition. Um, he was extremely underweight as they picked the owl up. You could actually, as he tried to flap his wings, you know, barely, you could see the bone, like one of the bones just were completely sticking out. Um, it was a very, very sad scenario. And so what had happened and, you know, which I assumed this owl was very hungry. I mean, he was literally starving to death. And so that is why, you know, he entered our chicken coop. I mean, it's just a natural instinct. These chickens are easy prey. And then, you know, he ended up not killing anything, ended up staying the night underneath the chicken coop. But um, he was just starving. And uh, it just, um, he was so badly injured and so underweight that rehab, even like there, there would be no, like, I mean, he was too far gone. And that's what's so hard sometimes when you work with animals because, you know, you don't, you don't want to face that. I mean, I saw that owl today and when I showed you all on my Facebook or Instagram, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, this guy's a survivor. I'm so happy I was able to rescue him. He's going to be in the right hands. But then 
there's a big, uh, I don't know. There's like a, not a battle, but you have to deal with like your emotions, but also like the welfare of the animal. Like, is that, uh, you know, that animal, he was just, he was dying. He was starving. He was so badly injured. He would never be able to have a like a wild release. His rehab after talking with this rehabilitator with a veterinarian would be unsuccessful. I mean, what is the right thing to do? And they decided that was euthanasia and it's hard. I mean, this is not, this is not something I wanted to even really talk about even on the podcast or on social media. Cause I assumed, Oh my goodness, this would be a great ending, but I'm thinking, you know, Corbin, you should know this by now. You've been doing this for 15 years. This is, this is sometimes, you know, this is what happens. This is not, all endings are happy, you know, are a happy ending. And so it was decided that they were going to euthanize the owl. And, um, he apparently was a lot, he was like, like I said, a lot more injured. He was a lot, he was in a really, really bad state when we saw him. And, uh, I definitely knew that. I mean, just by his behavior, but, uh, I didn't realize it was that bad until we had someone come in, physically examine him and think, Oh my goodness, this is not good. I guess I feel good knowing that we were able to find this owl and we were able to basically, oh my goodness, I just be able to end that horrible suffering that he was going through, that this animal was going through. I mean, he, so we could not determine how long ago the injury was, but this had, it had been for, I would say several days or at least some time. Um, this animal was starving. He was so lightweight. He was so hungry and it's hard because if you see the photos that I posted, he looks like so healthy. He's all, you know, puffed up, of course, trying to make himself appear as big as possible, but he was just a skeleton. And, uh, anyway, I'm, like I said, I'm thankful for the rehabilitators, the veterinarian, all of them who've just really, um, really just, you know, helped me out in this situation, helped this owl out because this animal could have been just walking around. I mean, this animal could not fly. So I don't even know how it got to, I mean, the chicken coop. I mean, obviously just kind of walking, huddling over. I'm just, I'm really curious about kind of what happened and we'll never know what happened. Uh, I, I think the conclusion was, oh, this might have been a vehicle collision, which more than likely. And uh, anyway, we'll never know what happened. But I'm just happy that, you know, for the resources, the expertise that we were able to be able to put this poor guy um, basically just out of suffering. And so, like I said, this is why I wanted to have this podcast, because not every story has a happy ending. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like when you work with animals, this is something you have to deal with. And, uh, that's something that was, you know, that was best for the animal, the most humane thing to do. And so with that said, I, uh, you know, I appreciate, I love it. Just everyone, you know, it's so great to see all of you, you know, that I, you know, all the comments that I read on my Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, um, just of all the comments of just people so interested in animals and native animals and the welfare of animals. It makes me so happy. Like there are so many other avenues or, I mean, there's so many th- uh, other things people can be doing right now in this day and age. And to have all of you 
focused and concerned about this owl and this situation and what's going to happen, this and that. Like it, it's, it's very, very uplifting. And I thank you so much. I think it's great that you're all still so interested in native wildlife and I really appreciate it. And you know, I didn't, <laughs> to be honest, I did not want to have to share this in, or I, I didn't want to have to share the end <laughs> of this story because when I first started this, this morning, I thought, oh, wow, I think this is going to be a happy ending and this is going to be great and people are going to follow this owl and we're going to, you know, go through the steps of rehabilitation. That's what I honestly thought and that's not how it unfortunately happened. But I have to be honest with you and this is like, it's like what it's like working with animals. And so I, I feel like that's the best thing just to be honest and once again, you know, just thank you so much for the support and um, thank you so much for the comments and the feedback and for all of you who care about animals. And with that said, we are going to end episode two of the Animals to the Max podcast. This episode is sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not sponsored by anything. But if you need to grab a tissue, go ahead. Uh, no, but thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate this. Uh, this is such a new platform for me. And I can't wait to see kind of where this goes. I promise the next episode will be so uplifting with a guest working with animals. But, you know, it wouldn't be true if I didn't share this information with you. It, it, it wouldn't be real if I didn't kind of share, you know, what it's like working with animals. This is day to day. And so, like I said, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this before. But, you know, hey, um, like I said, this is real and we're going to see where it goes. So thank you once again so much for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. My name is Corbin Maxey. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. Please make sure to hit subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps me out. I also encourage you to check out CorbinMaxi.com. You can contact me there personally, even suggest a podcast guest, or if you just want to learn more about animals.